Dan Striving Double Feature presents 70's Friends of Frankenstein Episode 9 Covering Minutes 9 of 1973's Frankenstein 80 from Italy Blackenstein from the US Forgive the music in the background I'm just rocking out the start of a holiday weekend This is Gary Spider Webb's single from the late 50's early 60's called The Cave This is side 2 And it's a lot of fun um, anyway, uh, so we're, we're, we're so we're talking about some Frankenstein movies. It's it's a, it's a great time, and um, uh, where are we here? Where were we? we left off? We're still doing Frankenstein eighty right now, and we left off with Doctor Schwartz talking to the guy um, in his office about his sister, the guy's sister, about to be operated on, and that if she didn't if she didn't get the operation now, she'd have no chance of success. This song's crazy. It's it's just basically the, it, yeah. Uh, look it up, uh, Gary Spiderweb, um, WBB. Uh, anyway, uh, so so um, yeah. So Doctor Schwartz is explaining. Yeah, your sister will die if she doesn't get the transplant. And I think he's about to start talking about the serum. Or maybe he started talking about the serum, or maybe I'm distracted by Gary Spiderweb. But anyway, listen to this. You, I don't doubt, but what she'll be quite able to survive the surgery. That's not the problem. The problem comes after. You mean probable rejection of the heart? Yes, uh, we have to operate on two people genetically different. It's not the same as with members of the same family. But perhaps we might avoid this danger. We do have a chance. With this new serum you've recently discovered? Yes. My discovery has proven we can modify the morphological picture and avoid rejection. I've had excellent results on animals in all my laboratory experiments. And now I will be able to prove it for the first time on a human being, Mr. Schoen. Your sister, just sign this authorization. I need your permission. Professor, you have your authorization. I'm going to dive in here first and see that... Um, I've been watching, for the past few episodes, I've been watching the DVD... Uh, the uh, of this rather than the Blu-ray, uh, simply because oh, this is the laziest sounding thing in the world. Because the the Blu-ray player, if, if you get yourself an all-region Blu-ray player, you're you're actually getting a Blu-ray player that's set for a specific region that an electronics company has gone into and altered. And it's not illegal to do that. I'm not. It's 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 um you know it, it that's fine. What the electronics company buys the Blu-ray player then they sell it um with the alterations to it and so the current all region player i have is not only all region which will play all blu-rays all dvds and cds of course and and cdrs dvdrs um and are there bdrs i i don't uh, yeah there probably are huh and they also like i have the wi-fi on here so i can watch my the bowling game on youtube and stuff and Netflix and you know those things that all of us love to watch that I don't really watch that much which is a little odd um but but um but I, I just realized so I I watched this minute which is the the doctor talking to um the 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 brother and the brother signs the paper says you have your authorization and on the DVD that's the end of minute 9 but on the blu-ray that's the end of minute 9 
that's 9:23. And I think most of those seconds are that um, are the is the um, thing at the the beginning, the the disclaimer at the beginning that the um, the company who put together the Blu-ray some of the gorier bits were not available on film, kind of thing. But I am going to for the next episode of 70s Friends of Frankenstein episode 10 I'm going to adjust myself on Frankenstein 80 so like I said um, what you heard is the the uh, the end of it but that's nine minutes into the DVD nine minutes and 23 seconds into the blu-ray and at this moment I'm a little confused as to what the hell happened but anyways what's going on in this minute? Nothing. It's exactly what you would expect to have happen. It's um, we're gonna do the transplant, um, and she'll be fine for the transplant. But because this person is not genetically, you know, aligned with her, there may be a problem. What about the serum you discovered? I love the serum you discovered. Like he was in Egypt, and he went, you know, the mummy's tomb, and it was like, I found this blue, t-, you know, rather than. He, uh, is, is that the way is that, is that what the, is is that the way they describe it like if like if I were a scientist and I was working my ass off combining chemicals doing this that and the other thing and suddenly I discovered something that worked on animals and the organ rejection doing I wouldn't say I discovered it I would say it's like I I made that you know I I did that you know I I, I didn't discover it I just made that but um I I like to discover makes it sound a little I discovered it makes it sound weird. So when we see it in a minute or two, it almost feels like even though Dr. Schwartz is the one who created it, maybe he discovered it. Maybe he was digging somewhere and he hit a vein of this serum that he calls Schwartz serum coming up out of the ground, black gold Texas tea. I don't you, you it's I I love that cuz it's like you discovered it. you didn't I mean you made it, right? You didn't I mean there wasn't a there wasn't a pool in your backyard and you were like, Hey, this shit works. You know, it's it's uh, but but everyone seems happy and they're all smile I mean, um the brother does kind of get a little sad when he hears that her body may reject it, but um but then he's immediately like, Oh, your serum and then he sighs like, Let's do this And, and that's kind of all there is, um to this minute, sorry, I just moved in my chair there. I um, I used to record all of these sitting at a very uncomfortable chair with a mic directly in front of me. Now, I um, well, what what it comes down to is like like I like I mentioned earlier, I hadn't planned on doing three of these at the same time, three three minute by minute podcasts covering six films. Uh, I I plan on just focusing on one, and to be honest, if I was going to focus on one. And I'm just going to say this here until I maybe say it again later. It would be the howling. The howling gets uh, listens. The howling gets the most listens. I don't know why that is. I would think Frankenstein would get as many listens. Uh, the Spookies and Ghost House. I see how that may not get as many listens. Just if you're if you're scanning over SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts or, or Stitcher, but. Um, but I would have thought maybe Frankenstein would have got more than than a Werewolf Howling, but oh no, the Howling generally gets more listens than this one or Spookies and, and Ghost House. So to the few of you who are listening, hey, how are you? I'm gonna send a. You get every with every listen, you get a free bottle of Schwartz serum wherever the hell he discovered it from. 
No, it's not one of those things like there's the, there's like a well, and you know when when we all drink from this well, we get younger. You know, it's like it's a Sarah. He 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 invented it. I mean, he created, invented it. I don't know. So anyway, I just would like to talk for a few minutes before we go on to Blackenstein. And warning, Blackenstein. I have still misplaced my Blu-ray. I am not going to buy it again because I have a quote. Uh, like I said, I have a quote in the back when I was sent a copy of it. So I, um, I, 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 it's here somewhere. I don't know why I misplaced it. But Blackenstein again, I am not going to be able to give you a home video versus theatrical until I find the Blu-ray, which will be in the next episode or two. I keep looking, folks. I get, I, you know, it's, it's busy. I got three of these to do. You know, it takes, it takes a while. But I, I, um, so, so when I talk Black and Snyder, we're going to begin with them about to have the dinner scene and the minute from there. But I was just going to go over, um, uh, John Richardson's career real quick. He is the, uh, he is the brother. And he was in a lot of, he was, he was in a bunch of films. He was in Black Sunday. He was in She, One Million Years B.C. Um, he was in The Vengeance of She. Uh, and he was in On a Clear Day You Can See Forever, which seems strange, huh? And, of course, Frankenstein 80. But then he was also in Torso. He was in Eyeball, Reflections in Black. He was in a film called Duck and Orange Sauce, which I, I can't vouch for. Um, he was in The Church, apparently. Uh, it, well, not apparently. I, he was in The Church as an architect. And I don't, uh, I don't remember him being in the church, but I do have the Scorpion Blue of that, so I would like to check that. But he was in one of the things I know him best for, apart from Eyeball, is War of the Planets. Captain Fred Hamilton. War of the Planets was, I believe, the first of the four Alfonso Bracia Star Wars ripoffs, and he did Alfonso. And I've, I think I've said before, like Alfonso Bracia from like seventy-seven to seventy-nine, eighty, did four super cheap, super fast Star Wars ripoffs. Some of them more interesting. Than, no, I say they're all great. Um, I was going to say maybe possibly one naughtier than the others. The best of them is Star Odyssey, which is Star Wars made um, for like $500 and no brains. But when I say no brains, I knew a lot of people in school and things who didn't have brains, and I still know people who don't have brains. So, um um, I'm, I'm not talking about people who are unpleasant and have no brains, but I'm talking about people who are like, huh? And, but 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 John Richardson was in um, uh, the first of these four, and he's very charming in it, and he's a good-looking guy, and he's in this, and this is him here. And I'm going to stop talking about it now, and we'll go on to Blackenstein, but I just, I just want to say he died earlier this year, 2021, of COVID in England, Sussex, I believe, at the age of 80, 81? So that's sad. I don't remember hearing about that, and that's too bad because he pops up in a bunch of these movies, and it's like, hmm, we should have. Um, I should have heard more about that, but you hear what you hear. So anyway, let's go on to Blackenstein and um, Winifred and Doctor Stein and Malcolm is around there somewhere. They're having a dinner dinner at a at an abnormally large table. Listen to this.
Yeah, so, so this minute is the camera circling or rectangling around this very long table. And at the end, you know, you hear Dr. Stan, I, I don't know how to thank you, and then it ends. So we, um, we, don't, we don't get a lot out of this minute. Um... Uh, Winifred is eating and Mal Malcolm is serving her. I I would have thought Malcolm would have been at the table, but it's a very long table. It's almost like a comedy table, how far they are apart from one another. I feel like there's a great Benny Hill sketch with two people on far ends of a table yelling at one another. And and but but this is the there's Dr. Stein's on one end, Winifred's on the other. It must be 20 feet, 30 feet, I don't know, in between them. And there's this huge, crazy-ass sort of centerpiece that that sort of prevents any ability to look, um, uh, uh, you know, from uh, uh, one end of the table to the other. You know, you, you're always kind of got to lean to one side unless you want to yell over what's in the centerpiece. But they, they both get some wine, and Malcolm brings them the wine. They drink it, and then obviously um, Winifred says something in the end. Um, I I wonder when, on a normal day, is this the table that Dr. Stein uses, and does Malcolm serve him, or is he at a much smaller table? Or does he use the big table, and he's just having fun with it? You know, it's like, I got, I'm, I'm a rich doctor, and I've got this big house, and I'm by myself, apart from my, my I, I don't want to call him a servant, but the fact that he's serving them dinner, I thought he was the assistant. Maybe he is a servant. I don't know. I, I don't know. But, um, yeah, there is something a little off about that. And, of course, the, um, the, the classical music sort of playing... Uh, and I, I don't I don't mean to sound um, a jejun or, or off topic, but like in a film called Blackenstein, the Black Frankenstein, the classical music playing um, when you have one white guy and two African American actors um, is sort of like okay we're we're doing something a little different here, and then the camera is tracking around. I don't see any any dolly tracks on the ground as, as hard as I I look. Um, uh, so, so I'm guessing they're on, they're on, they're they're pulling it along on on some, and it, it it's 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 I mean, it's kind of an interesting shot. Just kind of it starts from the distance, then it starts going around, and then it goes around Winifred, and then it goes around Doctor Stein, and then back up towards Winifred. Um, it's actually kind of charmingly done, maybe over elaborate. Um, William Levy isn't Brian De Palma. So generally, when Brian De Palma does, I just rewatched *Fan of the Paradise* um, uh, uh, last night. Uh, when Brian De Palma does something a little weird and crazy with the camera and the this, that, and the everything, he's up to something. He's got a plan. There's some sort of schedule behind it. But with this, um, maybe there's something behind it. It, ju it just. Um, it does feel wonderfully weird, like they've given you the title, Blackenstein, so you're expecting like Blackula, you're expecting a shaft, you're expecting a superfly. And then you see the woman get off the off the off the um off the plane and she's black. 
and and she's a doctor and and the assistant is also african-american the main guy dr stein's a white guy but we saw that uh, like in, in 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 the credits and such and I'm wondering if that that's kind of like they're they're they and they think they must be sort of deliberately playing with sort of the um not stereotypes as it were, but just sort of the like oh maybe it is just kind of diddling around with the sounds of it, you know rather than this being like a funky dinner, it's a classical dinner, you know whether it being like a contemporary dinner it it sounds like it's a dinner from the nineteenth century. And that huge table and the centerpiece and everything, um, yeah, it's like there, there's really not much that goes on in this minute. It's just, um, it's just, it's 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 interesting. It's sort of set. It's it's all just mood. It's all just like setting up some mood, and it's not mood. It's also it is mood, but it's also space. Is setting up the mood. Is setting up the space. That like I love that somewhere within this building, which we see very clearly a lot whenever they do the establishing shots, we we somewhere in that building is this big room, is this huge room, which apparently is completely dark, apart from right around this very large table, and I I'd, I'd love to know where their conversation go next. Presumably talking about. Um, Winifred's um, fiance, who was who was who was harmed in in the war, harmed. I'm sorry, I'm underselling that, but you know what I mean. And so so they're going from there. So that that's kind of let, let like I guess let's end here. That it's it's very much like a just sort of setting up that um, you know hearing hearing uh, sometimes I drink, sometimes I cry. Sort of soulful music going out over a modern day airplane. And and some modern day things going on. Suddenly, we seem to have hopped back a hundred years or more. I don't know, which is kind of fun. Uh, so we'll see what the movie does with that in the next minute. As I said, they'll probably talk about. I think Eddie is his name, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. I don't want. I don't want to go overboard because I th- I think that that pretty much covers it. So let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the uh, just a final blast of music here, and then we will. Um, uh, I will be back next time with episode ten of Seventies Friends of Frankenstein. <laughs>